Hello, people. Welcome to my podcast, The Last. Today, I'm going to be adding a new episode to my podcast where I'm interviewing Dimitri Ortiz. Today's episode, I will be talking about a story from such an amazing person that I just met from social media. He's from Guatemala, and he came to the U.S. when he was younger to spend time with his education. Later on, he was able to jump into the tech field, and now he's sharing the word and his knowledge to teach others what they can do in the future. Stay tuned. Okay. Well, welcome to my podcast. This is uh, this is called the last. I just uh, I just knew knew you for for a couple of weeks or a couple of months since I've been following your work through some social media accounts that we have and we have been friends for, I don't know, for like a couple of months through social media. But one of the interesting things that I found is that you are in the tech community and you are Latino, which catch my attention really bad because not a lot of Latinos are trying to do the same thing as you. But uh, first of all, one, ask, one question that I want to ask you first is tell me how you, how you came to this community. How do you get into this community? Now, are you talking about the, you're not talking about the platform, right? You don't no, not the platform, just about the, about social Skill. media and I started coding and all the stuff that you do, just to make sure that people understand who you are and what, what are you doing and what else are you trying to accomplish? Okay. Okay. So you're talking about like the, the technical field, the technical field. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, as I mentioned, I was talking to you a little bit about my past. I, I was born in Guatemala. I'm an immigrant and I went to the United States for a few years. Um, I grew up in, in California and Utah and uh, I, I graduated high school. Now at this point, I wasn't really interested in, techno in, in technology or computers. The only, the only thing you got to understand that I'm a little older. So um, I graduated in 95. So this is, we're talking about, I mean, my school didn't really have computers that had anything other than <laughs> learning how to type and doing, you know, typing up your your paper, your work, you know, and that was about the, the extent of the technology that I was ex uh, exposed to back 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 then. So, so really it was interesting because um, what happened is I went and served, uh, you know, in a classical mission for two years in Italy. And when I came back from my mission in Italy, which was in 98, It was March of 98 when I came back from, uh, from Europe. Um, I was offered by my brother-in-law. He's a Dominican. He, he married my sister. And he got into, um, into technology, in this technology. Uh, so he, he pretty much found out. He, he, he was going to Provo as well, going to uh, BYU. He's, uh, like, again, like I said, he's, he was born in Dominican Republic. He immigrated into the U.S., uh, graduated high school at 16. So I guess he was pretty smart. And um, then started to, uh, you know, pursue, a, I think it was a bio, something to do with like uh, biology or something, uh, some crazy uh, degree, I don't know. But anyway, it wasn't, it didn't have to do with uh, the technical field, but apparently he was introduced by one of his friends and uh, he was, he, he, someone told him about the MCSC certifications. Um, so the Microsoft Certified System Engineer Uh, certifications that uh, Microsoft was offering back in those days and so what he did is he pretty much got all certified and uh, once he was certified with all, all the certifications for uh, networking 
um, he was offered a job in New York, upstate in Syracuse. And so when I came back from my mission, he was like, hey man, what are you gonna do next? I'm like, well, I think I'm gonna go, you know, try to go to college or something. He's like, well, if you're interested, I can offer you a chance to learn computers and networking. And I was like, uh, well, it sounds interesting, but you realize I wasn't raised with computers. I mean, I didn't have a computer at the house. The only computers I had, I was exposed to was at that, you know, at school when I finished my, my, my work fast, I was able to go and play video games and whatnot. That was the extent of my technical background, you know, and exposure, you can say. So um, he just pretty much said, uh, okay, so if you want to, man, I give you the opportunity come up uh, to upstate New York and I will teach you the ropes and I'll try to get you a job. And I'm like, hey man, let's do this. You know, I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm not married, I'm single, I'm young, and I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm hungry for next step, you know, and, and I really didn't have a, you know, I didn't have a, uh, you know, a plan yet at this point in my life. I just had returned from, 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 from Italy and my mission. So, so what I did is I went and moved up to upstate New York um, in Syracuse area. And I went to live uh, uh, at their home, at my sister's home with her husband. And so he, uh, for six months, he gave me a pretty much deep dive, full immersion, uh, you know, uh, classes, you can say, homeschooling, because he wasn't, you know, I didn't go to school or nothing. He just, I, I went, I remember I, I borrowed money from my mother and got all the huge stack of MCSC library that they sold in a box. And it was very expensive at the time I remember. Every book was like 60 bucks. And so, you know, at the time I didn't have money. And so, you know, I borrowed the, 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 the money from my mother and I, and uh, so he brought a computer, got me hooked up to the internet and I just started going off, man. And just, I started to read and started to get into, into understanding what computers and computer networking was and operating systems and whatnot. So that's kind of where I started. Well, that's pretty nice. And actually, because you're mentioning that you are learning, that you have the knowledge of different uh, different languages, which is amazing. Plus, uh, before to get into more technical uh, questions, I would like to ask you more about how difficult it was to come to a country where you didn't know anyone and that you didn't even know maybe the language. How difficult oh. it was for you to get into to this country? It was very difficult, man, because uh, I mean, even though it was California and you can say that maybe California is a lot easier because there are so many Latinos there. Well, uh, back in my days, uh, San Diego wasn't too packed. I mean, you got to understand that I moved to, to Point Loma. So mm -hmm. Point Loma was a rich uh, neighborhood and I went to a very nice, very, you know, with rich kids, mostly white. The only thing that was happening there is that there was uh, they had like a they had like a I think it was a program where they were bringing kids from the, you know, the less, less, less fortunate, less social, the lower social economic um, parts of, of, of San Diego. And they were trying to mix them a little bit with this kind of kids so that, you know, the kids would, uh, I don't know, get exposed to different kind of people. They brought some blacks, they brought some Latinos and Asian to into the mix because the school was all white. You know what I mean? And so. And so, yeah, it was very difficult, man, because um, I remember my first day, um, my, my mother just uh, brought me to the school and I was brought to a classroom and the teacher spoke to me and I didn't know what to say. And the only memorized sentence was, I don't speak English. You know what I mean? Like I, I had a horrible accent. I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even imitate my horrible accent back then, you know? And so, so yeah, it was, it was very... Um, It was very challenging for me because it was, it was, it's not just the fact that you don't speak the language. You got to remember that even when you're a kid and you go to a new school, you're like, 
very scared and intimidated. And so we're talking about not knowing the language, not knowing the people, and not knowing the culture. So we're talking about penetrating a whole lot of walls that, that were pla placed in front of me that I had that, that I was challenged with all of this, right? So, but the good thing about it that was that in, in my country of Guatemala, my mother was a teacher uh, most of the times in my elementary school because see, I moved um, when I was in fourth grade. And so um, I guess I, I was a very fortunate kid that I had a lot of self-awareness. I, you know, because of my mother being in school, it gave me a lot of confidence because I didn't have to worry about any me anybody messing with me because my mother, Senor Maria, she was known by everybody, <laughs> respected and loved by everyone. So, cuidadito, be careful, don't touch her baby, right? So I was very guarded and very, very taken care of. So, you know, I, I came with, with a very positive, very self-awareness was a big thing for me. I knew who I was. I, I wasn't too intimidated, does that make sense? No, and totally because I feel related to you because it's kind of like it's kind of like my story. My story is kind of kind of the same thing, but because you know Latinos, we are kind of like I feel that we have a lot of self-esteem that we are not afraid to to receive a, an answer as no. If we receive the no, it's like something that we know already. Like yeah. I don't know, it makes sense. Because yeah, yeah, it's, we expect not to have. So when we when we have something, it's extra, but it's not less because we already knew that there, there was a no already. Yeah, because it was not it was an option. No into yes. Because it was it was no part of our lives and it was not something that it was like, oh, I'm just mean to be this person or to, to mean to do this. But at the same time, it's just something that you come to realize that you need to do something better for your future and you start working on and you start getting exposed to different many things. And at the same time, you start doing better things at any time. And for example, in my story, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a little bit of a background and mix because for me, I just came to this country. I, I was born in this country, but I, I was raised in Mexico. And when I, was, when I turned like 17, 18, I just decided to come to the United States. And I didn't know anyone. I didn't know the language. I started from the bottom. And it's really hard because at the beginning you start learning the language. And as soon as you learn the language, you have the pretty common question like, where are you from? Because you have an accent. I'm just like, mm, yeah, and, but you have an accent too for me because for me, you have an accent. And it's oh, something yeah. and it's something really funny for me. But also, I let's just start with the tech, uh, the tech questions. For example, I take a look at it at your, kind of like your resume through LinkedIn. And I see that you get into an interesting kind of like coding bootcamp, the free code camp. Yes, yes. But do you want to start there? Or do you want me to start? Because you got to understand that um, I am, a, you can consider me a systems engineer and it's a system engineer going into software engineering, which are two worlds and I am covering both. So you may want to be interested in the start too. No, and, and that for me, that's fine. If you want to start from there, it's, that's excellent for me. That's yeah, uh, something amazing from, from yourself because people is going to know who you are, where do you begin and What, what are the things that you are doing right now? Exactly. So let me just uh, real quick give you the, the, the quick history, as I was mentioning. So, you know, after I was able to see, I learned English in one year. Now, why did it take me one year? It's because every afternoon, my mother had us sitting down on the, ta on the table doing, doing our homework, working in our homework for at least four to five hours a day sometimes, even up to that, because she had us translate every word 
She had us practice every pronunciation. She had us memorize every definition. And she had us memorize how to spell things. And because my mother has a, you know, a, a, she, she, she comes from a teaching background. At, 20, at 26 year old, my mother had a master's in pedagogy, which is the, wow. you know, which, is, which is exactly how to teach teachers how to teach. In other words, she had that ability. In, in, and so I was very fortunate to have a, 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 you know, a very educated mother that taught me how to learn. And so I learned, I learned the language pretty fast. And I was, you know, I expect, cause he, as you notice, many Latinos are not interested in learning too well. They, 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 te they tend to, many Latinos, when they, when they immigrate to the US, they, they go the easy route. The easy route is to find another Latinos and speak Spanish and be comfortable. I was the opposite. I knew that I had come to the US. The reason why we stayed was because we wanted to learn English. We wanted to be part of the, um, the society. So I worked hard to learn the language. And as you can see, um, in high school, I became a national debate champion. In wow, the Southwest, that's surprising. Yeah, in the Southwest region, we went to, um, we took region, we took state, and we went to uh, ASU, Arizona State University, and we went to the Southwest National Championships for debate, and I trophied. And so I pretty much, I, 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 won, I beat like thousands and thousands of students that were, um, you know, participating in this, in this event. I actually got, had a scholarship at the time because I trophied, because in order to trophy in debate, you have to understand the language pretty well. And you have to be eloquent. You have to have vocabulary. You have to have ability to communicate. And because I already had a second language that I had been learning, you got to remember that if you are born in a country, you don't know the language. You know how to speak it, but you don't know the language. Yeah, that's I, true. I made you teach the language, you won't know how to teach it. Why? Because you don't understand the grammar. Most people don't learn grammar. So when you learn a second language, that's the reason why a second language is so hard. Because it's for the first time in your life, you're actually paying attention and having or being forced to learn the grammar and the rules. So that helped me a lot to understand the, the language, not just to speak it, but to understand the structure and to understand how to utilize it. And another thing, I love vocabulary. And so when it came to, uh, so I needed to tell you that because that did a lot of, you know, it, it, it I think it played a big role in, in my in my success. No, and the, and the thing but, is that it's just gonna mean, a, it's gonna mean a, a lot of things for the community because a lot of people in, the, uh, in any field as Hispanic or Latinos, that's something that we don't realize. That's something that we just get into this country and sometimes we just wanna get a job because it's the first thing that we need to do, right? Just to keep our expenses and to keep our family safe and to do more stuff here. But what people don't realize is that they need to do more for themselves to make sure that they are just gonna be better in the future. Because a lot of people just think about the present, but not in the future, which is a problem because in the, in the future, if you don't think about your future, what, what is the next step? What is the next life that you, that you wanna have? What is the uh, goals that you wanna accomplish? And I'm okay, I have respect for all people and don't get me wrong. I love meeting with people that they, that they don't have anything and that they just wanna speak Spanish and I respect them. But the problem, the problem is that I would love to see more people becoming more things in the future than just see them sitting down on the table waiting for more without doing anything. I don't know if it makes sense. Yes, of course. I'll tell you what the problem is, um, Alan. The problem is that many Latinos do not teach their children how to excel, do not teach their children the, the importance of education. 
It's like many times, see, in, in my case, we didn't go to the U.S. illegal and we didn't go to the U.S. because we had problem, economical problems. I mean, we, we owned our own home in Guatemala. My mother, as I mentioned, was a, had a master's in the best university in Guatemala. So we, we did not come from people that, you know, that, that didn't have, like, that had like a struggle or were leaving their country because of uh, political refugees or, you know, again, uh, you know, the, that's the problem. A lot of times Latinos that go to the U.S., uh, come from many, you know, pro social problems, economical problems, and and many of those parents don't teach their children how to excel, how to how to embrace the new culture that they're going to because they don't know it themselves. They have to like work all day. They don't have time to study themselves. You know what I mean? And so, and so, uh, for me to have had a, a professional mother and a, and a mother that had that was educated and tried to you know impose that in me and, and help me to develop that was a big difference you know what i mean and that's that's sadly what the problem is okay one and two the problem is this like as you mentioned people work for money but what they don't understand is that when you work for money you spend money and once you spent that money that life that you just spent was it's gone as well as the money your life is gone and the problem with Latinos many times is that they forget about the fact that you need to invest in yourself. We don't, they don't teach us that. I mean, they even church, school, society tells us you're like, you know, you're, you're uh, selfish if you think about yourself. But that's like a, the old mentality, the, the antiquated mentality, the, you know, the obsolete mentality. The new mentality is you need to invest in yourself. Like even when you're in a company, don't work in a company for the money, work in the company for, to learn. To, for the experience you know what i mean if we had that mentality if we were able to share that that idea of not working in a job for money because money you're going to spend this it's not a good thing to invest i mean as a matter of fact right now i just i i my business just went down i, I owned a retail store for five years and it just went down so as you see if i would have just you know had money invested i would be broke i'm broke right now and i would be with no money but what but the difference is nobody can take away my education and my experience. So do you see what I'm saying? So if people understood that that's the best investment you can do in life is invest in yourself, invest in your experience, invest in, in your education, nobody can take that away from you. COVID can't take it away from you. Uh, immigrating to a new country can't take that away from you. Death, if you're religious, can't take that away from you. So do you see what I'm saying? So that's the whole difference. If you have that mentality, it's a whole different ball. Game. Yeah, and and one of the one of the things that catch that catch my attention really bad is that not a lot of people has a lot of self esteem like you do and I do, because for me it's the same thing. Like I'm not coming to just uh, to this country just to say I'm just living in the U.S. I have a really nice house. I have a really nice car. I don't care about that because those things are material things. And yeah. what I care about is about my family, of course. But what I care the most is about myself, like what I can do, what is the next thing that I can do? What is the biggest thing that I can do here in this life? Because of course, every single one came to this life to mean something and to do something. But the problem is that not a lot of people know that education is an investment because education is the best thing that you can do. And a lot of people think, oh, if I don't, edu if, if I need to do something, I need to educate myself first and certain universities or certain college, certain schools, certain program. But it's not true because self-thought is a bigger, bigger topic, a bigger conversation than just being, being in college. Because you can be a student, but it doesn't mean anything. Because you can be a really good student, but at the same time, you are not learning anything. I don't, I don't know. know. If you, 
yeah, yeah, I understand it. I don't know if you saw one of my, I, I, I just, uh, I think I, three posts uh, ago, I, 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 I actually talk about is college education really worth the cost? And if you look at it, I mean, many people, especially in technology, I don't believe it to be that great of an investment because you're talking about four to five years staying in a, in a system that is antiquated, that it's, it, you know, it's not up to date. And not only that, but if, in technology, if you're five years outside without hands-on, you come out a dinosaur, you come out obsolete. So you're gonna like my, my story because I'm actually the kind of person that went from high school to the pros. So check this out. So as I was mentioning, right, I graduated high school. That was a, a big thing of its own. You know, I, I came from a broken home from, uh, you know, having a stepdad that had a hor horrible time. I, you know, I didn't have a great time at my house. I actually worked six hours a day since, my, since I was 16. As soon as I could get a job legally, I started working in a cheese factory. So I was working six hours a day from five to 12. You know what I mean? And and um, and then coming home late at night doing my homework, and then waking up at the at, you know at, in the morning and going going to school all day, and just having like two hours, a couple of hours between school and work. So that's how my high school was. So I, you know what I mean? Like I I, I studied and I worked hard. So when I came back from, uh, as I mentioned, I went to Italy on a mission, and I came back after two years. Um, that opportunity was given to me by my brother-in-law. He told me that he, if I wanted to study, so I did a six-year, uh, six-month uh, training. As I mentioned, you could call it a, a you know, a, a, boot, a, a home boot camp. You know, if you if you want to say it. Um, I, I studied uh, for a while, and uh, you know, and we're talking about not knowing anything. So this is what I'm. I want to emphasize the fact that I did not know anything. I didn't. I wasn't blessed, and I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have the internet. I didn't have computers. I didn't have anything. So you're talking about someone. So anybody that's out there that's listening, that that that, that thinks, okay, well, I don't know anything about computers. I don't know anything about programming. Well, that was my case in back in 1998. I didn't know anything. So I went from zero, literally, may, maybe negative even because you know everybody has smartphones and everybody has computers now so there's a lot more exposure to technology but let's explain this to maybe to american people because a lot of in in the latin community and the latin culture what we expect is the people is going to say is because people is going to say oh, it's because you are blessing that you are smart you're like no it's not that i'm smart it's that no. i'm capable to behave myself and be positive on how many things i can do at the same time and just be self-thought and is a lot of people is just gonna always always is gonna say oh it's because you are blessing that you are smart it's, it's not about that okay, every, so every every single person here is smart let's just no. clarify this point because it's, it's true. true everybody everybody you know what the problem is okay you've heard that you've heard uh talent is hard work replaces talent when talent It, uh, you know, fails to, to, to work hard. That's, that's, so work, uh, hard work replaces talent when talent doesn't work hard. And that's so true. Because let me tell you something, man. As I was mentioning to you, I grew up in a home where I had many problems because of my stepdad and I really didn't have a, you know, the, the best life at home. So that's the reason why I worked. And I worked six hours. Imagine, that's two hours away from a full-time job. Not many high school people do that. You know what I mean? Like very few people do that. And, and I did that. And for that reason too, I had a very horrible time with my grades. And so if you were to judge me by my grades, I was supposed to go and be a labor worker for the rest of my life. Uh, my, my sophomore year, I had a 1.8 GPA. So you tell me if I was smart. No. no. See what I'm saying? But that's, that's just BS, man. That's BS. People that are lazy and people that that are that that are, that, that, that that have that scarce uh, that, that scarcity mentality, 
um, like to justify themselves saying, oh, but he's smart. No, I'm here to tell you that is not true. Because if, I if you look at my high school, I was supposed to amount to nothing. I was supposed to be a, just a labor worker the rest of my life, just like a lot of immigrants. But I decided that I was gonna not be that and that I was not gonna do that. When I came back and I was 21, there were a lot of my friends in upstate New York that wanted me to go party, that wanted me to go just chill, relax, hang out, do the, do the, do the, do the, the, you know, the single life, do, do the young thing, you know, um, raves were big those days. So many people were going to electronic music festivals, dancing for three days straight. I mean, you know, I could have chosen that life, but instead I stayed home for six months. No girl, no friends, no parties, no nothing. And this is not a smart guy, man, because we're looking at my low GPA, man. We're talking about <laughs> something that was lucky enough to have graduated, okay? Even though debate was something incredibly different and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I'll even tell you, my debate coach, broke the rules. He was supposed to kick me out of the team because I was supposed to have a 3.5 GPA to be in the debate team and do all the things that I did. But I was like the worst GPA, but I was one of the best debaters. So he said, you know what? I'm gonna look the other way because I need you and I want you in my team. So see what I'm saying? So when you show that you have ability and passion to do something as I did, you know what I mean? The, the doors open even though I wasn't supposed to. And when, when I came back from Italy, when I wasn't supposed to have anything, I didn't have money, I didn't have scholarships, I didn't have my parents that could support me, I had nothing. I actually left my house at 19 and never came back. You know what I'm saying? And so when I started doing this, man, I was very serious. I wanted to change my life. So I studied a lot, man. I, I like I said, deep work. I studied, put my, you know, I, I put my face to the book and I started studying and I started focusing on what I was doing. Six months later, I had already certified myself MCSC for, for, for all the networking um, um, aspects when it comes to databases, server side, uh, Active Directory, um, SQL Server databases, uh, you know, backups and all that. I did it all. And I had not touched the computer at this point. So let me tell you the, the truth of the story so people don't give me no excuses because I, 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 I love to kill all the trends. I love to kill all the excuses because there are no excuses. No excuses, soldier. There are no excuses in this life. So, so, when, so when it came to that, man, I decided that I finally was you know, ready to go for a job. There was an opening that started in a company that was a, that was a freight company. It was the biggest freight company in the East Coast at this time. In other words, it had terminals from Maine to Atlanta, all through the East Coast. It had 31 terminals, all interconnected to the New York network. So what I did is I started working as a junior network technician. Okay, that was my, that was, that's how I started. I, I showed my, you know, I, I, I showed that I had some certifications, but it was like barely, I had no experience. But it's, it's, it's kind of funny because you start, you start on the field and you're like, oh yeah, I have a lot of school and I, I already read these books and so many books and I have the knowledge. You get into the field, you get into the job and you're like, I don't know anything. Well, you know what the worst part about it is? I, I, I started a company where it was, it was based with it, 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 their their net their their computing was done by uh, it was it was a mainframe. So I was actually uh, the first one that was going to be introducing a network, a collaborative network into that field. So what we did is we erected the, the servers from the ground up. The first time they had corporate email, the first time they were having internet, the first time they were having everything because they were uh, they were used to the green screens, the dumb terminals that were connected <laughs> to the mainframes. Well, we did away with all that horrible um, uh, equipment and we introduced all that all the employees in that company 
for the first time they were touching a PC. Many of them didn't even have a PC at home. So you can imagine, this was 98, man, 1998, when um, network, uh, the first operating system I worked in was uh, Microsoft Windows NT, new technology. And I was, like I said, man, I, in theory, I had it all. But in hands-on, I had nothing. But you know <laughs> what? I had faith in, in what I was doing. I had faith in my abilities. I had faith in what has been given to me since creation. And I decided that I was going to sell myself because I had communication skills at this point. I had, this is, you know, I had gone through, uh, you know, different places, different cultures, different languages at this point. I, I knew I had value in myself. So I went and uh, went to the, um, the director of technology there, that company, and uh, I had an interview and he looked at me very weird because I was very young, 21, trying to get into a network like that, that had that big of an impact and that, 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 that huge of a network. Um, they really didn't want me too much, but since uh, I sold myself so well, they gave me the opportunity. Then the network administrator went to Texas, and uh, or no, that was my—he left, and so the, the opening was uh, was left for to become the network administrator. Guess who had been there? Guess who had done the hard work? Guess who had put all the computers together? Guess who had pulled all the wires? <laughs> Guess who had put all the switches, routers, gates, and and and, and created a, a LAN WAN. Uh, uh, collaborate infrastructure, me. And so who was the best next uh, choice to become the network administrator of the whole infrastructure? Me. So I, I took over my first infrastructure at 22, man. So yeah, man, I became That's a network administrator with no college, with no experience, with nothing but my reading. So this is exactly what I want to emphasize because yes, it can be done without a university. This university crap is the old school. Let me remind everybody that if you have been keeping up with the news, you understand that Microsoft, Apple, Google, and any other big, big com tech, tech companies have already mentioned the fact that they are no longer requiring degrees. So that degree, uh, you know, excuse, throw it at the back in the back door, man, because the let the dogs chew on it. Because man, it's old and is no longer justified. It's no longer applicable. And right now, man, is the best time. I just actually did a, an interview yesterday. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you. I actually talk about that. Right now, man, is the best time for people to jump into technology because it's the easiest time, man. When I started, when I did my stuff, man, reading those ugly books, first of all, you had to read ugly books. Now, I have a tablet that has over 800 technical books, all right? And I read any book anytime I want to, and most of these have been free. So, I mean, Wow, man, if somebody's talking that they can't, it's because they don't want to, not because they can't. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm saying, because I, that's, that's one of the biggest concepts and ideas that I'm always telling to people, because people think like, oh, I need to pay for this. And you're like, mm, that's not true. You don't need to pay for anything right now. Of course, if you want to go to college, if you want to go to certain schools, coding boot camps and stuff like that, yeah, you are going to pay. But even coding boot camps are free. You have the free code camp, and free code camp is the most amazing experience that you can have because it's exposure to do something new in the tech field, and you're gonna start from the bottom. It's not that you're gonna start in the high skill that you need to do a React application at the next week or the first week that you are in the course. No, it's not like that. Even Google is offering the Google IT program, and it's also they are offering like an IT program advanced or something like that that they are using Python and all the networking setup. And and it's just like, you just need to apply for that and they're just gonna give you the, the full access to those to those yeah. courses. 
yeah, and, right now, yeah. And and I and I believe in this. Uh, right now, with the COVID nineteen, don't get me wrong. A lot of people is gonna have new expectations. A lot of people, a lot of companies are gonna try to save money. A lot of a lot of companies are gonna be working remotely, and all these jobs are tech. You can be in any other field, but every everything is related to tech because in every single company you're gonna need an IT. In every single company, you're gonna need a marketing person that is just gonna do everything from the bottom to the top, just to make sure that you're gonna appear in Google. That you're gonna be a software developers and software engineers are just gonna be the top level right now, just for a lot of companies. And a lot of companies are looking for people that are willing to learn and willing to expose themselves to something really difficult and just to see if they if they can over, overcome all those difficulties. Because not many people can do that, but it's but it's as to say exactly the same point that you that you are saying. It's not because people don't believe it; it's because people don't want to do it. Because it's a difference, and yeah. and that's and that's one of the strongest points that I have here on my podcast. Because it's something that I want to point it out and say: take a look at this course, take a look at this, take a look at all the free resources. But I don't know what is what what is going on or what is happening that people don't take a look at the at the free courses a lot of people is gonna say oh no it's because it's free i don't want to do that i want to do the expensive because expensive is better than the free ones and i don't understand why no and you know what it is too um i think a lot of people don't have faith in 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 in, in the field because well no not that they don't have faith I, I'll, i'll i'll reward that What happens is a lot of people are still um, with the old mentality that you need to be like the, from the Big Bang Theory. You know what I'm saying? You need to be like an eccentric, uh, introvert, geek, uh, schoolboy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you need to be amazing in math. You, you know, all these misconceptions are, are stopping a lot of people from trying out programming. And I'll be honest with you. I'm a systems engineer by from from beginning. But uh, I, I ran away from, from programming for 20 years, man. It intimidated me because it looked so boring. It looked so horrible. It looked like I never, I, you know, back in, back in the 2000s, I, I, I refused to stay looking at a, at a computer monitor for that long. I thought, you know what? That just does not sound any cool at all. But you know what? If you look at COVID right now, I don't know anyone that's not staring at their screen. I don't know any field that's not staring at their screen. So if you think about it, that excuse that I had back in those days is stupid. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So now, and you know what the, the thing about it, Alan, is right now it's so simple, man. Because if you look at programming, because I took programming back in those days. I mean, you got to understand that it was before we added, you know, JavaScript, before we added, you know, um, I mean, the, the best thing you could work with was Flash. And the, and, 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 and the web pages were very static. And, 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 and you know what? The books didn't teach well. Um, what about, and how about the community? communities like like free code camp where there's like millions thousands and thousands of students all over the the, the world that you can that you can lean back towards you know what i mean like they, they're they, you didn't have any of that back then you know what i mean you had to like you were solo you know what i mean you were flying solo you were you did not have anybody with you you did not i mean unless you had a that you know you were fortunate enough to have a friend in the field that was willing to help you you know you were doing it by yourself so self-taught programmers back in those days was just the worst It was so difficult, so hard. You had to like fight for yourself. Um, if you if you could find the money to buy one book, that was it. Not 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 this time where you have like that. I mean, just HTML books. I think I have like 40. 
You know what I mean? And, and, and just that's just HTML. So, I mean, if you think about it, the resources that are out there right now, and, and where do you leave the, what about the Ivy League uh, universities right now that are, you know, the, the MITs, the Harvards, that you can take the computer science classes that people had to pay thousands and thousands of, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars to, in order to go and sit there in that boring class. And if you didn't catch it, oh, well, there goes your money. Man, now you can get on there for free. You can be, uh, you could audit all those classes and get that high level of education. And you have all these resources. I mean, dude, I, I, I've been talking, I, this is exactly what I'm talking about in, in, in LinkedIn too. I'm doing the same thing. I'm promoting this stuff, man, because people just don't understand how simple it is. And you know what's crazy about it? It's one of the fields that pays the most. And as you mentioned, it's one of the most important because let's talk about the fourth revolution, man. People are not taking it serious. It's like the big elephant that's in the living room that nobody wants to talk about. You know what? Let's just not focus on robotics and automation. It will not take my job. I will not need to know these things. It's like they're putting like this, you know, this tunnel vision mentality that they, they don't want to understand that technology is going to affect their lives, whether positive or negative. That's going to be their choice. Because right now, instead of, you know, people fear what they don't understand. So in order to, instead of fearing it and thinking about Terminator and Matrix and all a bunch of Hollywood movies that have doctrinated your mind, you know what I mean? You just need to understand that this is a great thing that AI, machine learning, all these new technologies that are coming uh, along right now are there to help us and enhance our abilities. Because if you, if you think about it, man, what is this thing about working like a, like a robot? I mean, think about it's it. A, it's a, it's a true because you're gonna spend, because I coded, it's been like eight hours a day coding. But if you think about it, is we are a person that we can come with us with multiple solutions, possible solutions to uh, different companies or to different services. But at the same time, you are right because uh, AI, machine learning, and all the new technologies are gonna help us in the future to take better decisions because that's why we are building those. And and don't get me wrong, also we are looking for an opportunities to increase the level of expertise on a computer because right now we are still tell, telling the computer what to do and that's this exactly the same thing that we are going to do still 10 20 years we are going to still telling the computer what to do and what is the outcomes that we that we are expecting for the computer to bring it to us like some some information that that are, that we need to understand is the same thing technology is always going to help us of course, it's the bad side and the good side. But if you take a look at the bad side, you're just gonna come with a lot of excuses, a lot of bad things. And it's not something that you need to start looking at it. You need to start looking into the good things. Because of course, if you start, if you start, if you don't have a positive mind, you're just gonna broke yourself. And, you're, and you don't know exactly what you're gonna do next. And that's the problem with a lot of people because a lot of people is like, I wanna code, I wanna design, I wanna do this but it's just, I want to do it, but I don't know when. And that's that's one of the strongest, strongest things that they can do because one of the first things that you need to do is if you wanna do something, try it. If it's not for you, if it's not meant for you, you need to try it before saying that it's not for you. Because people is, people is just gonna say first, this is not for me, but I never tried before. Just like how you are gonna know that you can overcome your fear and that you are going to do better in the future if you don't try. Right? It's a lie, man. It's a lie. And I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a blunt speaker, so therefore people need to adjust. It's a lie when you say that. You know why? Because when you say something, I can't do that. The first thing, you know what I, I ask, for example, when people find out I speak five languages, they're like, oh, dude, I could never do that. 
and I ask him, okay, so what language have you tried? Uh, and sometimes I lose them there. Sometimes some others go, well, I tried learning Spanish, but oh no, I was bad. I, I just like, and so I ask him, okay, so tell me exactly how many hours a day did you spend studying every day and how many, and for how long did you do it? Uh, 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 no, no, I didn't do that. Okay, so I'm like, okay, so how do you decipher? How do you figure that you are not good at something that you have never tried? So it's a lie. See what I mean? It's an excuse. So we have to stop giving ourselves excuses. See, the only person that has the right to say it's not for me or I can't do it is somebody that did something for a year or two that that invested one to two to three hours a day. That person, I want to hear them say that. But other than that, I don't want to hear anybody give me any boo. boo. And, I, and I don't think I'm you're going to find people like that because people I'm that is going to try, maybe people is going to say, I try, I'm just doing it for work. It's not something that I like. But it's something that give that gives me money and that and that gives me happiness or gives me satisfaction or whatever. But if people that is gonna spend more than two years spending two or three hours a day, you're not gonna find those people. People is just no, gonna be that's, like, that's why, that's I why try I it. You're not. You're not. I have a hard time. It's impossible. But I'm doing it. It's impossible to not progress. See, this, see, it's the law of, of addition. The law of addition implies that you just. You augment every day. Every day you put 1% extra. And every day that you put that man, that's gonna that's gonna build up. It's like it's like a castle. You can't build a castle overnight. You can't look at the structure and go, wow, that's huge. I can't do that. But what if you take a brick every day and you put that brick really nice and you do that for a year? Once you're done in the year, man, you've already constructed an empire. You see what I'm saying? And so that's what people need to understand. It's an investment. And it needs to be, and you know what the ability to learn is 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 only conditioned by your interest. So that means if you're not interested in something, man, you are going to beat yourself to death. But you need to, you need to like, you know, you need to, you need a mind change. You need to, you know, you need to really uh, convince yourself that it's something that you really want to do and do it with massive action. You know what I'm saying? And that's what creates the winners from the losers. That's what creates the people that are able to do something and the people that stay where they're at. You know what I mean? Nobody needs to stay where they're at. Everybody can learn something every day somehow. This thing that I don't have time, you know what? We all have 24 hours a day. It just depends how we manage our time. Yeah, and because even even people is just gonna be like, oh, after work, I'm just getting tired and I don't wanna do anything. It's just like, I'm 100% sure that you're gonna take a look at it at your phone and that you're gonna watch videos on YouTube, that you're gonna take a look at your Facebook account, that you're gonna spend even 20 minutes on your phone. And you know that it's, you know that it's true. How many, how many, how many days you spend on social media? Yeah. We live on social media. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I gave up Facebook though because see, it depends what social media you're talking about. Because see, for example, when you're talking about LinkedIn, I invest many hours in LinkedIn every day. But I'll tell you, I don't do it because it's fun, because it's social. If you think about it, what I do in LinkedIn is I am learning from professionals about their field. These are a bunch of professions that are dumping their their professional information into the feed. So in other words, majority of the people that are in that in that social media is, are people that are professionals, entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, investors, um, you know, just different 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 fields and professions. And so it's a very different thing when you say I am spending time in LinkedIn as opposed to I am spending a lot of time in Facebook. You see what I'm saying? We're talking a world of a difference because in Facebook, you're going to spend five hours watching cat videos. 
and and looking at these girls that are you know trying these bikinis and trying to get a bunch of likes i mean that's pretty much as far as he's going to go or you're going to watch your family's pictures and that's as far as you're in you know your interaction is going to be entertainment but if you're but if your interaction is to build a community to learn from professionals to 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 work on your personal brand to work on your future uh you know community and network that you're building and you're because dude right now i am i am living in guatemala understand this and i am being connected to professionals all around the world not just in the us not just in canada not just in latin america dude i am i'm talking to a, i just talked to a, jo- a guy in jordan the other day i was talking to somebody in luxembourg the other day i was i was working out with a friend of mine in kenya in the morning on monday um i just had an interview in new york city last night i mean this is the stuff that i'm doing in linkedin so so let's not generalize that the investment that we do on the platforms it depends what social media you're investing in what you're doing because no, if you're doing what, the correct things you're working in a future in a future plan the point that i was trying to touch is that social media is part of our lives yeah exactly even even though if you're doing something for fun something for adventure something for any reason social media is part of our lives because yes. now exactly. what is the best way to communicate to people social media exactly. what is the best way to look for a job social media it's part of life it's part of and, life and and it's part is it's a bigger part of your life where people don't realize that even when they just watching videos they can even look for a job and that's what people don't think about it because a lot of people is like how am i gonna use social media for finding a job and just like even facebook If you reach out, if you get into the Facebook group for all the companies that are in the US and Mexico and Guatemala and every single country, you can find even a job. You can start working as a freelancer if you yes. want it. Yes. Because if you have a, just a, a skill, marketing, something difficult, something easy, you can reach out to many companies and say, hey, this is my, this is my name, this is what I do, and this is what I, what I can do for you, and this is how I can help you in the future. If you want me, you want me to help you just feel free to reach out and that's it you don't need to do a lot of things but if you spend social media on just chatting with people that don't don't make any sense that you are not going to have any improvements yes i have the bad side of that and i get it but what i want to teach to people is that people can just get a job just by reaching out to people online and as you and i i just reach out to you because i look at it at your profile i was like wow this dude has an impressive resume has an impressive career i would like to reach out to him because he's latino he's working really hard he's doing a lot of stuff and i want to ask questions to him how he's able to to do all this stuff without nothing without having the background without having a lot of stuff because a lot of people are just gonna say again you have the, your blessing that you're smart you are blessing that you are able to get into the us that you were blessing that you that you did this and this and this and just like no it's not blessing it's no it's not something that is just coming to my mind that oh i'm just gonna do it and it's just gonna i'm gonna do it right at the first time because it's not true i left my home when i was 19 man so i don't know what they can tell me i mean i don't know how many people leave their homes and never come back you know what i'm saying it's it's, it's interesting because i'm finally living with my mom now a year ago she She, uh, she retired and when I was 13, I told her, hey mom, if you're not married or living with somebody, there's no way in hell you're gonna go live in an old folks home. You're gonna live with me because I'm your son and, and I have to do something a little bit of what all you've given me, I gotta give back a little bit, at least a little bit, you know what I mean? And so now she's living with me. She's blessing me with her 
you know, with with, uh, with her uh, presence here and with her company. And, and she's a very smart woman. So to me, it's just a blessing. As a matter of fact, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted you to talk. I wanted to talk about her because, by the way, I already had her starting in free code camp curriculum. My Whoa. mother already went through HTML and CSS and she's starting on JavaScript. She's 63 years old, immigrant in the United States, uh, retired. And you know what? She she knows she 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 speaks English, but not not perfect. She kind of picked it up as she went. She never went to school, so she kind of learns English, and she's learning uh, coding through English and doing it right now. And she has never been exposed to computers. She has never been exposed to even a smartphone. So this is what I'm talking about, man. I want people to come talk to me when they have excuses, man. Send them my way. I want to talk to them. I want to hear I, them. I, I, will, I will send you all the questions that I sometimes I receive and just like, dude, it's impressive. It's impressive what your mom is doing right now, but it's also impressive all the all the people that is doing exactly the same thing as us. It's not because we are Latinos. It's not because we have a lot of good things in our lives. It's because we came from nothing and we don't expect nothing. Even if we give something, I'm, I'm not expecting anything from anyone. If I give something to someone, I'm not expecting to receive something from them because it's something that I learned in my life. Something that I learned is you need to work hard, you need to show your work, and you need to value your work, which is important because a lot of people don't understand that part because a lot of people is just gonna be like, oh yeah, I know how to do this and do this and do this, but I don't think I can sell my stuff. No, that's not right. Is if you know something, if you even cooking classes with whatever you do, whatever you are doing, if you are doing such amazing job, you need to have a value for yourself and a value for your work, because it's totally different. Two different things. Value for yourself is okay. I'm working, but also I have a life. I have kids. I have a wife. I have something to do outside of my tech world, and it's right, and I'm okay with that. But also, I have my job. I have the value for my work and the value from for what I'm doing all the time. And what I'm just trying to say here is that anyone that is listening to us, just please get into the community, get into FreeCodeCamp and just reach out to any people that is in the tech community and everybody is able to help you. I'm not gonna say that it's a lot of people answering questions because I think one of the hardest things that I just find out is that a lot of people is just gonna give you a small answers and a lot of people is going to give you the whole answer. But what you need to look at is for what you can do at the right time. Because if you have the right knowledge, you can get a little bit of more things in the future. And you can go ahead to do more. Well, let me remind you that looking for answers is what you're going to be doing the rest of your career. So if you have people giving you the answers, they're not letting you grow. So by the way, just mention that not knowing the answer and understanding and learning how to find the answer is what's going to make you a professional. So don't take it as a, as a difficult thing. Tell them, you know, because personally, man, I am not reaching out to anybody when I don't have an answer. You know what? I got Mr. Google and that dude. He, 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 never <laughs> lets me down, man. he never lets me down. He's got everybody on the lock. So you know what I'm saying? He knows everybody's lives. He knows everything. So when you don't know something, man, we got Mr. Google and some other, you know, other uh, engine search engines that are there for you. And there's so much, like I said, man, there, there's so much out there, man, that if you just take the time, if you just do it with the right attitude, if you just do it, you know, if you invest, if you sacrifice, the word sacrifice has to be in there because you know what? 
When you sacrifice, you get blessings. You don't get blessings because you're obedient. You don't get blessings because you're a, you're a nice person sitting on the couch doing nothing. You get blessings because you sacrifice. Because you know what? Sacrifice teaches us the value of things. And we will not receive things if we are, don't understand the value of them. Because if we get them and we don't value them, they, it's not going to work out. It's going to easy come, easy go. And so anything that is worth in this life, tell me one thing that is worth in this life that's not difficult. You're not going to give me one thing. So as you can see, it applies to everything and anything. So if you want something, you have to sacrifice, you have to invest, and you have to put in the work because all of us are doing that. And there's none of us that are privileged or there's none of us that have found you know, an easy way out, an easy route or a magical potion or anything like that. We don't have AI in our minds yet. So we're not better than anybody. And we come, you know, and we all have struggles. We all have, you know, we all have a position. Right now, I don't, I, my business went down, dude. I'm supposed to be crying. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I don't want to talk about my personal life, but even in my personal life, I'm going through an ugly separation and a divorce. I haven't seen my kids for three months because the states are, are locked where they're at. So I haven't even seen them. That's just the tip of the iceberg if I wanted to talk about my personal life. So the reason I'm mentioning that is not to tell you that it's a sad situation. The reason I'm telling you that is because I, you know what, my, my kids don't need, you know, a punk, punk dad that's gonna be crying about his life and how ugly it is right now. No, they need a dad that needs to be, you know, courageous, that needs to be tough, that needs to be smart, that needs to make, you know, the, the right decisions at the right moment and that needs to see what's next and how I'm going to you know, produce and how I'm going to you know, make that money so that they have a good life. That's what the kind of dad they need. You see what I'm saying? So it's according to your attitude. No, no, and, I'm 100%, and I'm 100% sure that even if your kids see this, they are gonna see the dad that they have because this is, this is to be proud of you because this, this is not, not something that it just come to life and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna be the strongest guy all the time because you know that it's not true. We can, we can be broke, we can, a lot of things can happen to us, but what they don't, that what people don't realize is that we, that we have a lot of self-esteem. And that's all it is. Because if you don't have self-esteem, you're just gonna have a bigger trouble everywhere you go. Because even if you try, I'm gonna change my career, I'm gonna try to do something new and I'm trying to do this. But even when you're looking for a job, if you, if you just apply for three jobs and you receive a no for three jobs, That's stupid because you need to apply for 150 or more just to be capable to reach out to certain people and to reach out to the max ability that you can have to see how long you can go and how far you can go. Because you know that is uh, even even right now the jobs, even if you quit your job right now you can, and the tech field, you can find another job and you can even have a better pay. And you know that. You are being yeah. in, the, in the tech industry and if you have a certain amount of money that you are just like, I cannot reach out to more money because my company is not going to pay more. You go to a different company and it's going to be another company that is going to pay you more and it's going to give you more benefits. And I'm not saying that you just need to work in a bigger company or a small company. I'm just saying that it's a lot of opportunity out there. You just need to know how to look for those opportunities. And as you say, it's not something that I need to tell you how to do things, but it's something that you need to learn how to reach out to those opportunities, how to look for those and how to get those opportunities at any time. Yeah, and I'm going to remind people, you know what? Uh, I'm going to talk about LinkedIn too. 
people need to know about LinkedIn, man. LinkedIn is it's a platform that not many people know about. Even even the tech people. You know, I'll tell you the problem is many many study many hours and try to get good at what they're doing, whether it be coding, whether it be network network infrastructures, hardware, whatever. And the problem is that they don't forget. Hey, man, it's a it's an ugly truth, but it's a it's a perpetual truth. You are who you know. That's just the way it is, man. It always has been. And you know why the reason is because when you have a bigger network, when you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, you are going to get a job. And see, but what happens when you don't know anybody, dude? It's not the job is not going to come knocking at your door. It's just not going to happen. I mean, if it does, good, good. But it's never going to do. It's it's almost never going to happen. But what happens? I, I'll be honest with you. Right now, I already have been offered jobs that I'm not even ready for. Because I'm studying and I haven't even gotten to that level yet. But why have I been exposed and why why do I have these offers right now, man? Because of my networking. And this is one something that Latinos and everybody that's a non-Latino they need to understand that, man. If you are not networking, let me tell you something about LinkedIn too. LinkedIn, there's a lot of professionals, but there's a lot of cool people. Because you know what's cool now? It used to not be back in the day, but now you know what's cool? Collaboration. You know what's cool? Sharing your knowledge. You know what's cool? Helping people. Now it's cool. I mean, it may not, it used to not be cool before. You know what's another cool thing? That you don't have to come from old money. You can be, you know, if you look at all the billionaires right now, they didn't finish their universities and they created their own money, which means they didn't come from money. So there are no excuses, baby. There are no excuses. You can do it. You can start. You know what? I love the quote that came from um, Grant Cardone. He said, if you don't come from a rich family, make sure a rich family comes from you. And dude, I love it. I love it because you know what? It's true. I don't come from my rich family, but one day I hope my family has sufficient enough economical stability that they don't have to worry about it. They can just worry about their education and not their economy. So I'm telling you, man, we can all do it. There's, there's, there are no excuses, man. And so you need to, you, like what you did, think about what you did. You reached out to me. You don't know who I am. You, don't, you didn't know if I was going to say yes or no. I could have said no. I could have said I don't have time. But you know what? You put yourself out there. You put yourself out there so the opportunity could happen. You open your mouth. You sent a little a little message and ta-da, ta-da. Look how, like, how you like me now. We're here speaking. We're here talking. We're here innovating. We're here collaborating. So people need to understand that that's the cool thing to do right now. And that's the thing that's going to make you. And that's the thing that's going to give you and bring you those opportunities. There are so many. I've seen so many people from Guatemala right now that are going to the U.S. that are being shipped to the Europe because they have self-taught themselves programming. And they started in a company here. They got a little experience. And all of a sudden, they were they, they started talking to people in Europe. And boom, they're off to Europe. And that's, that's my next move, man. I mean, I love my country, but you know what? When I lived in Europe, I loved it out there so much. This is the reason why I'm learning five languages. And German is my fifth language right now. And the reason why is because I'm getting ready to go live in Europe. Europe is some, it's a place that I love. And, and, and it's a place where I can practice my different languages. It's, it's a place where I fell in love when I, when I went to live in Italy. And so now I'm getting ready, man. I'm getting ready so that when the opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready. So that's why I put the work. That's why I study every day. Dude, I told you, I, I, I told you my personal life so that nobody out there is telling me that they have it worse than I do right now. You know what? We are going all going through a hard time. We're all losing jobs. We're all losing money. We're all losing businesses. We're all losing, you know, uh, we're all stressed. We're all, just, you know, not living the best life we can. But the worst thing you can do is listen to your feelings. What you need to do is understand your necessity and be analytical and be rational instead of listening to your feelings and get yourself to work 
get yourself to study, do something that you've never done before, get yourself exposed, get yourself known. If you have a, an ability, share it with people, share it with the world, start talking to people, start getting to know people, start asking questions, and start networking and start doing something for yourself. And you can see, you'll see your life change, man. Well, you, you surprised me with the whole conversation because you are an impressive person, even, even though I didn't know you at all because a lot of people is going to know it's going to say oh they knew what questions he's going to ask what is the conversation about the the dancers. yeah we hear we hear about what what is going to be and it's just it's not like that is it's just the same thing as you are saying you need to get you need to jump into the pool without knowing if it's water or there's no water in the in the pool if there's no water in the pool that's fine you can just jump in and it's not and it's not going to mean that you're going to hurt your feelings that you're gonna hurt yourself. It's just something, it's, it's, I'm gonna call it experience. It's experience that you're gonna have to do something that you don't know, and that you don't know if you are good or not. And by by all the means, thank you. I really appreciate all this conversation that we had. And I, I hope that we can help more people like us and that we can help many other Latino communities, black communities, white communities, that we can I just want to I just I'm hoping that we can help so many people that they're going to be glad to watch this uh, this conversation just to make sure that they that they know what they are capable and what they can do in the future but thank you so much for this yes definitely Alan thanks for the opportunity man and I want to uh, tell anybody out there look me up in LinkedIn Dimitri Ortiz that's that's my profile look me up if you have any questions about how to get started in uh, computer programming I have a lot of free resources. Free Code Camp is one of the best. Of course, we mentioned it, but there are so many other resources there that, that you can do. Reach out to people, reach out to us. We are here to help. We are here to motivate. We are here to share our knowledge. And I'm telling you, it's, it, right now is the best time to jump into this uh, field because there are many people. That, there's a strong community that is that, 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 that is supporting these new innovations. And if you are somebody that is willing to study, willing to put in the work, People are going to help you. People are going to recognize your desire. People are going to recognize, you know, your your your, your motivation, your vision. So make sure you understand your why in, in this life. Make sure you understand, have self-awareness, work on yourself, you know, work in your emotions, work in your intellect. Make sure you're learning things every day. Make sure you're understanding. If you don't understand, make sure you're asking questions. Make sure you ask the right questions. Make sure you meditate. Make sure you think about and you try to help people. And remember, the more you give, the more you will receive. That's always going to be the case. Thank you so much for that. And I'm just going to say, uh, I'm going to be posting this uh, podcast everywhere. It's just going to be an Apple podcast, Google, and uh, Anchor. I'm just going to be posting this in all social media just to make sure that everyone can reach out to this podcast. I have been working in different interviews, but I believe this is the most amazing interview that I've been having because you have, let me, let me just tell you this. You are the second Latino that I'm having, that I'm having a conversation with, but you have more experience than, than I do. And I'm just really surprised about yourself and all the stuff that you do. And also just promoting ourselves out there and see which people can reach out to us and if any people can reach out to us, that's going to be a great thing. Just send us a message, send us an email, contact us at any, any time, at any point from whatever platform you want to reach out and we are going to be able to help you. And I'm just going to be happy to help you 
I'm just happy to help people and I'm happy to have conversations with with anybody. Thank you so much and I appreciate it. <laughs>